All wings report in. Housedog, standing by. Mother Goose, standing by. Low Tech Tuck, standing by. Lock S foils in attack position. Animal Squadron ready for battle. Welcome back, everyone, to the Animal Squadron podcast. This is your hairiest host, Mother Goose. And as always, everyone's favorite host. That's right, Mac. I said it. Low Tech Tuck. He dethroned you, Mac. <laughs> That's what you get for leaving us for so long. Yeah, I will say I'm excited for this comeback, whatever he says. Oh, yes, 100%. Which should be soon. I, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I, I think next couple episodes, within the next couple episodes, we should have our boy back. Yeah, I hope so. Same. I hope so. Um, Well, so today we are going to be talking about Star Wars Outlaws, which is not at all what we had planned for this week. And uh, Ubisoft just decided to bless us with two great trailers. Oh yeah, they just had to they had to go and do it to us. For and sure, I love it. <laughs> um, so, uh, you mentioned that you'd heard that they'd been working on this game before, right? Mm-hmm. And all I had seen was from the cinematic trailer was like that that scene where it's like panning over like stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen some like uh, some some TikToks, I think, like, and this was probably three months ago. Oh, okay. And it was like, oh, the an exciting open world Star Wars game is coming, blah blah blah. And I didn't really think that much of it because I was like, this could easily just be a fan made TikTok. Like, yeah, I'd, you know, I was like, this would be really cool. I hope they do it, but it turns out it's a real thing. Like that was an actual leak, I guess. So nice yeah i i haven't yeah. heard anything of it so i was watching the xbox showcase which we don't have to get into but they freaking crushed it this year um and it like i was freaking out when i saw it and i was just so excited and i was like oh okay it was just a cinematic trailer on sunday and i was like eh, maybe we'll mention it in the next episode it's just a cinematic trailer. There's not that much to talk about. And then Monday, they hit us with a 10-minute gameplay trailer. And I was like, we have to talk about this. There's so much. Oh, yeah, dude. And it looks so good. It right? looks awesome. It looks and like, so good. And not only have I been loving all of the new Star Wars games that have been coming out the past, like, I don't know. Within the past 10 years, I've had several Star Wars games that I've absolutely loved. Yeah. But this one, I also, like, another game that I really like is No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I feel like it was just, like, a Star Wars game. Well, like, several Star Wars games and No Man's Sky had a big old baby. And that's what we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to start by talking about the uh, cinematic trailer first, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. A couple things that I have. Um, we see some rebel ships leaving a star destroyer comes in and a rebel ship crashes into it my first thought is that's the exact scene from rogue one that's the rogue oh, one scene which yeah. i looked it up it's actually not um in the, the it's very similar the rogue one scene it's a different ship that crashes into this star destroyer and i think in the cinematic trailer it crashes in on the right side in the rogue one it crashes in on the left side but either way it's super similar yeah no it really is and 
from the back of it, I mean, because you only see it for like a couple seconds, but um, I mean, it almost looks like one of the Hammerhead class yeah. Corvettes. Yeah, I think it is. I hope it is. That'd be awesome to get yeah. to. I mean, and also like I hope you can like walk around in there and like, you know, that'd be that'd be cool. Or like what what also would be cool because this takes place, I think, between uh, Empire and Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Uh, Re- Return Rich. of the Jedi. Yes. Goodness sakes. Yeah. Yes. Five and six. <laughs> it's been a long day, but anyway, so I think it'd be really cool to to see to see that. Yeah, yeah, um, man, this game is just going to be so deep. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see, in the trailer, we also get to see your favorite syndicate, I think. The, the Pikes. Pikes, right? Yep, yep. And then um, also, the people who come in on the cinematic trailer with the helmets, and they're like, she's in here. Yeah, kind of um, reminded me of Phoenix's helmet a little bit. Yeah, I thought so too. And also, like, is that a new syndicate? I don't think I'd seen them before. It might be, or it might be just like hired bounty hunters. Mm, yeah, I wasn't too sure. Uh, we also yep. get to see Sabak. Yep, yep, they're playing Sabak, and she's cheating as always. Yes, with our <laughs> best boy Nix, which I'm sorry is my new favorite. Is <laughs> my new favorite Star Wars creature. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the armadillo cat lizard thing. I mean, he's adorable. Yeah. so I love a, that little fellow. <laughs> a, a couple of things on him. The devs have come out. Uh, they did an interview when they uh, said he's uh, Mark Wall. Uh, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's a new species uh, that we haven't seen before. And they specifically said something about him coming from a, st- a mysterious planet. They use those words, mysterious planet, which makes me think mm. that we're going to kind of get to discover his origin throughout the game yeah oh that'd be cool and also Uh, mysterious planet this is totally tinfoil hat just off the wall conspiracy theory what if it's yoda's planet what if we finally get the answer (laughs) that would be nice that would be be cool probably not gonna happen though but it'd be cool (laughs) i like i like the tin hat theory though um so Nix, not only is he the best creature, uh, he's now he's voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. I oh, was doing awesome. some research for it beforehand. Um, specifically, I was trying to find out what his species name is, and I found that out as well, which I thought is a really cool detail. Hmm. I would say, like, really, everything's voiced by D. Bradley Baker, <laughs> right? <laughs> D. Bradley I like Baker. It. I like it. Is Star Wars now? He really is. I love that in this trailer, just it's just a trailer, we get our classic Star Wars cantina scene. Yeah, we do. And then also I like how she starts the fight to try to get away, but like um but it's also kind of an accident. Right. Like she's trying to reach for that guy's blaster and then uh he just shoots at the ground and hits that Gamorian in the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um I, I don't know. I just I really like the music of this trailer. Yeah. It really sets a mood. Um, so she makes it to her ship, and we see a BX droid commando, uh, which we'll talk about more. We get his name confirmed later. Um, but we also get a n- guy named, what was it, Kalen? I wrote, no, Jalen. That's what I wrote, but I think yeah. my autocorrect might have changed it. Yeah, okay, sorry. It is, K- is Jalen. Jalen. 
I, I was looking at it and I was like, that doesn't seem right. My my phone autocorrects any pretty much all of my Star Wars notes. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sorry, but this te- you can't tell me this isn't Kyle Katarn, right? I don't know who that is. I'm really bad with actor names, dude. <laughs> oh, it's um. So Kyle Katarn is a character, uh, an EU character that uh, first appeared in uh, what was it, Dark Empire or Dark Forces? Um, oh, okay. And then he goes on, I believe, to become a Jedi within the like Jedi Academy games. Yeah. Oh, Kyle Katarn. Oh, yeah, that does look just like him. Right? Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one reason I wanted to talk about this trailer is because like. I, I saw it and I was like, that's Kyle Katarn. And I'm not the only one. There's like a ton of articles already saying, is this Carl, uh, Kyle Katarn? <laughs> um, which, I mean, a couple things here. He could, it could be just Kyle Katarn and they, he just is using a fake name uh, to trick our, our protagonist, uh, K Vess. Or it's Kyle Katarn and the devs said, hey, we want to. We want to bring this character into canon, and we're just going to change his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, or it just could be a coincidence that he looks exactly like him. I don't know because I, th- I thought they also mentioned uh, that like Star Wars Outlaws like won't really have Jedi. Yeah, well, so he doesn't start as a Jedi, but he does become one later after the Empire's fall. Mm, so it could okay. be it could be a way to just introduce the character. Yeah, I got you. Um, so I think in term, there are a couple things I want to talk about, but in terms of like actually what we see in the trailer, is there anything else you saw that you wanted to point out? Rancor. You see a we Rancor? did see a Rancor, yes. Um, and since it's before episode six, I wonder if that's the same Rancor that Luke kills. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we do see Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's just that's the only thing that I've got in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay, so I've, I've just got two things. Um, first is I really hope this game tackles what the crime syndicates look like now that Maul's gone. Because, like, we kind of just... We have this big gap in their history where, like, we know following Clone Wars, Maul was still in charge of the crime syndicates. We know in Solo he was still in charge. And then sometime between Solo and Rebels, he kind of goes nuts and says he loses focus and decides, I want to kill Obi-Wan, you know. And so there's this big chunk where it's like, okay, what do they do now that they don't have a um, one set leader guiding them all? Yeah. Well, I think this trailer kind of hints to it anyway. Like, it looked like that there's definitely like a splintering, like there's a there's a power vacuum. Yeah. There's a bunch of different syndicates trying to take over the, the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really hope it touches on Maul a little bit. Even just like a flashback or some characters talking about it or Disney mm-hmm. stop being cowards and just give us a live action Maul movie. Um, <laughs> you set it up like five or six, eight years ago, maybe. <laughs> um, stop being cowards. I like that. <laughs> Let's see. And the last thing I have is, so we did get a gameplay trailer, but I'm not going to lie. After watching the cinematic trailer, I was really worried. I was like, this looks good, but we didn't see any gameplay. We know that Ubisoft just canceled like a bunch of their games recently, which if this was one of their canceled games, they wouldn't have shown a trailer for it. But 
um, I was just a little worried. I was like, is, is this all we're going to get? Is this project even going to happen? It looks yeah. great, is it, but... Is it Star Wars 1313 Part 2? Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. But now, like I said, literally the next day, or maybe it was Tuesday, I, but I think it was Monday, we got a 10-minute gameplay trailer, and I feel so good about this game. I feel so <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I like how, like, the, the gameplay trailer puts out that little thing where it's like, you know, still a work in progress. This isn't probably how the game's actually going to look. Like, this, like, isn't necessarily, like, performance. This is just gameplay, kind of. And then you watch it, and it looks amazing. Like, I mean, right. it looks like if they released that, I think a lot of people would be happy. Yeah, and I, I will admit there were... So, I guess just to get kind of the negatives out of the way, because I just have two. Um, the in-game cinematics looked a little rough at times. Like, specifically yeah. with Kay's face and her mouth, just something about it looked unfinished. Well, like, it, it also kind of looked like, too, uh, I don't think her mouth really matched up with the, the, the words. voice. Yeah. yeah, it looked like you were watching a um, a subbed movie. Yeah. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, a dubbed movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, on that, you know, we have, like, a whole nother year, probably, before the game comes out, if not around a year and a half. I, I could see this being a holiday 2024 release. Yeah. Well, and that'd give them hopefully plenty of time to clean it up. Yeah. Um, also, and, like, in a couple moments, didn't her hair look kind of weird to you, too? Yeah. Like, it, it looked, like, kind of chunky. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. The next, yeah. um, actual, in the actual gameplay, her hair and her jacket looked like they were having some frame rate issues, specifically. Mm-hmm. But also, that's stuff that is fixable. Yes, so. 100%. Yeah. But, like, th those were my two complaints. About 12, I think, almost 13 minutes of cinematic and gameplay trailer all combined. Those were my two complaints. So that being it, it is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I feel, too. I mean, I really... Um, I like the mechanics a lot. As mm -hmm. far as, like, what it looks like you're going to be doing. I mean, it looks... It looks like it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, so getting into it, uh, it looks like we've talked about this pod on this podcast a couple times that the Pikes don't necessarily have a set design. But yep. from what we saw in the cinematic trailer from Sunday and then this gameplay trailer today, it looks like we're getting multiple Pike designs, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, I do too. Like, I know like you see like a blue one. Yeah, and then, and then there's one where we can actually see his face, and then in the cinematic trailer, they had those, like, weird helmets they wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, I, the gameplay starts with a, self, a stealth section. Uh, Kay is kind of just walking around, uh, and my first thought was, dang it, it's gonna be a stealth game, which I know a lot of people love, but it's not necessarily my, um, my cup of tea. Yeah, same. I I would much, and especially a Star Wars game, like, I really like to just run in there and start blasting. Right. I love doing that. Which, yeah. I, think, I think the devs, or whoever made this trailer, knew that people were going to think that, because we get this, re this really cool stealth section where she's using Nick's, uh, we can see that she, uh, Nick's has, like, multiple different options for, like, distraction, attacking people. Uh, getting items and stuff so we see this section and then immediately a shootout starts 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I like that too. And I like how also, like, you think that she's going to, like, after she ropes down and you think that she's about to escape and then all of a sudden she turns and that guy's standing there and he pulls out his blaster and he's like, you there, stop. Right, right. Like, that's, that's awesome. What what a great way to start the gunfight. <laughs> yes. Um, we don't have to go too deep into this, but I appreciated the attention to detail. Like in the shop, they're um, they're working on an A wing, uh, but there's also a yellow Tie Fighter that mm-hmm. uh, is getting worked on. Which I didn't mean to talk about this, but I'm thinking might now be the Rebels Tie Fighter because they steal a Tie Fighter and they paint it, and I'm pretty sure they paint it yellow. Nice. Uh, the like when I say rebels, I mean specifically the uh, TV show Rebels, Sabine uh, and Ezra. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. It's okay. So it's not just yellow. It's it's yellow and orange with some like checkered patterns on there. So now that now that I'm looking at it, I don't think it's the same ship. But that's kind of the vibes it gave me. Yeah, I was thinking maybe yellow, like maybe it was a Imperial training Tie Fighter. Or oh something. yeah. Because like if you're doing training missions and training people how to fly it you would want something high viz like that yeah that's a really good point tnl tnl with the good points as always <laughs> sometimes we'll see um <clears throat> but no uh i think the gunplay looks really good yeah yeah and i like how it had sort of some fallout kind of mechanics where like whenever she's on the speeder bike and you can like mark people where you're about to shoot them oh the bu- the bullet time yeah yeah or i guess like uh grand theft auto uh rdr mm-hmm. have that too but um but anyway like i thought that was cool i liked how you can pick up other guns yes um I- so that kind of tells me that there's probably going to be a lot of different gun options which i think will be fun and I love that you could have Nyx go pick the guns up for you. Yep. Like I said, now, what I best really, creature. What I really hope you can do is train Nyx to use a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Nyx, put this in your mouth. Use your Give tongue to pull gun. the trigger. <laughs> uh, hold it with your little um, axolotl tentacles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah um, i also like too how you have to take cover and like the mechanics with that of like, yeah you know she'll just peek over and start shooting and then get back down and stuff i mean i like i like games like that where you have to take cover yes um, that kind of gives me more like ghost recon or like um um have the you last of us kind of have you played the gears of war games mm-hmm. yeah oh, that's yeah. actually a much better way to yeah gears yeah. of war yeah um, any, that's what I was going to suggest. If you like cover shooters, like Gears of War is like the go-to. Mm-hmm. But yes, I completely agree. I mean, combat is such an important part of a game. And like, so I've been playing Redfall, which, you know, if you, I actually just put out a, a review for, if you want to go check out on my YouTube channel, Mother Goose 27. Um, and it's a lot better than people say it is but i will admit the gunplay is kind of slow and it really hurts the experience and so watching this i was just like man or watching specifically the outlaws gameplay trailers man this gunplay just looks so good it looks smooth it looks fast paced it looks intricate um mm-hmm. which i was just really excited for oh yeah and it also looks like it's uh 
you've got some options too. Like you can overload the blaster. Yeah. You almost have like a selector switch where you can switch from like semi-automatic to like full automatic and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next. I paused, I paused it on that to see exactly what the modes were. So you had stun, blaster, and focused. And under stun, it said stun and then mode. So I'm guessing, I'm thinking stun might be just like locked in. You always have access to stun. But then you, under focused and blaster, it said module, which makes me think we can customize our blaster and put different modes on there. Oh, that'd be cool. What if it was like the blaster from Solo? Yeah. Where it's like a blaster that can become like virtually anything. Like it's yeah. completely modular. Yeah. I, I like would that. love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a grappling hook shortly after. Um, yep. Mostly well, and, just and, to go down, but it still look good. Yeah. And one of my notes on there is I really, another tinfoil hat theory, but I feel like what I said earlier about in the past like 10 years, I feel like we've gotten a lot of new Star Wars games mm -hmm. and a lot of them, well, specifically three of them that I could think of anyway, whenever, well, no, 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 not even three, but a couple of them on launch were absolute bangers, mm -hmm. but a couple of them, I mean, the, and then two more of them were not bangers on launch, but became good later. Yeah. They had yeah. to have some things fixed. But what I like is, like, it seems like they took gameplay from each of those games and kind of combined it into this game. Yes. And so my tinfoil hat theory on this is that for the past, like, ten years, they've been thinking about doing this game and making other games to, like, kind of test out different mechanics. And then this game, they're just putting them all together. Yeah. Because um, I saw Fallen Order a lot with, uh, like, the grappling the hook look. part and, like, kind of gently swinging and stuff. That was some Fallen Order vibe. Yes, sure. and I'm so sorry. The only thing on that is it's actually a different company. It's not EA this time. Oh, I know. But, oh, okay. Uh, but it, it's still... I mean, it just reminded me a lot of yeah. other Star Wars games we had, and so because I mean, I mean, we, it's a third-person combat game. We've got space combat. We have speeder combat. Um, mm -hmm. It's heavily story-focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavily cinematic too. Like lots of like slow mo and like uh, action scene action scenes mm -hmm. that uh, seamlessly phase into like a cinematic shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah. Specifically, I'm thinking of a moment of like she's on the speeder bike, and like they blow up, and then like she like turns the bike real quick, and it kind of like zooms out. Yeah. Or am I combining the two trailers? I don't know. Maybe. I watched them really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I I know exactly what you're seeing. Like, there's uh, there's when she walks into the bar, it cuts from gameplay to uh, cinematic, and then back to gameplay. Yeah, and it's very, it's just seamless. It looks good. Yeah. It looks really good, yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything else on the, like, this first action scene, the speeder bikes? Um... Uh, the speeder bike, this one seemed to, like, make a different noise. Yeah. Than they do in, like, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think, obviously, it's a different model. Yeah. So I'd be kind of curious, you know, like, maybe 
uh, maybe it'd be kind of cool if we could customize our speeder bike and like, you know, say like exchange credits for different models of speeder bike. Yeah, that's actually a note I had later. We see specifically that after completing her mission, she gets 2,500 credits. Um, So I definitely think credits and buying things and upgrading things are going to be a really big part of this game. Yeah, well, and speaking of that scene too, whenever she completes the mission, um, I like how it gave you a choice, which kind of makes me think that every single choice you're going to make is going to affect the game. Yes. And then also I saw too that like after she says no and like steals from the pikes and runs, um, mm-hmm. I saw a thing in the top left hand corner that's like your pike standing like goes down uh-huh. by a few points. And so I think like that's also going to be like, I mean, I think that's just another example of I think every decision you make is going to affect the game, which is going to yes. be cool. Yes, which so that's that is actually as soon as I saw that 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 exact notification that you were talking about um that's the moment where i was like we have to talk about this episode we have to there's there's no way we can't yeah um so on that the devs again from the same interview where we got like the um uh nix's species name they also confirmed that um and this isn't a direct quote but essentially because of the um reputation system the missions you have will be dependent on your uh reputation with certain factions so like if you have a bad reputation with the pikes you're not going to get pike missions but if a good you if you have a good reputation with them you will which i love and is gonna 100 percent like keep people playing that's so good for replayability oh yeah well i think for me personally i mean say there's four factions i mean there might be more there might be less i don't know but like say there are i would have to play through the game at least four times to see what all those missions are because i mean i i gotta know right this is (laughs) and maybe i'll like maybe i'll like a faction more than another one and yeah that'll be cool this is going to be a completionist dream or nightmare depending on how many factions there are because yeah we know for sure there's the empire and the pikes uh, we see a lot of rebel ships and stuff, so I'm guessing the rebels will be a faction. Um, the huts. The huts, yeah, we do see Jabba the huts. Uh, we are on Tatooine at one point in the trailers. Um, I wonder if also we'll get other huts too. Oh, like not maybe just, not just Jabba, right? Um, so that's at least four or five factions right there, and that's not even considering any of the other crime syndicates. So. I yeah. this is gonna be this is gonna be a beefy game. Oh yeah. Um Okay, so after the speeder bikes, uh we get the confirmation that the BX uh droid commando is named N D five, which let let's just take a second uh to talk about this guy because I'm so excited to see a Clone Wars droid here. Mm-hmm. Well and also too, just real quick, um I almost wonder if this is an homage or an Easter egg because he's wearing a leather trench coat. He is, And his yeah. name's Indy. Oh! I didn't even think about that. And he goes on adventures. Yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> I wonder if they meant to do that or not. That's such a good point. I, I would have never thought about that, Tucker. Just like a Lucasfilm homage. That'd be cool. Nice little Easter egg. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I just... We've talked about it a couple times on this podcast. I love when projects projects feature droids, planets, alien species, uh, clothing designs, blasters, whatever, from multiple different trilogies. Because uh, each trilogy has a unique design, but these projects that like uh, bring them all together are my favorite because it makes the universe feel like one coherent universe. Yeah, I agree. And also it's more quote-unquote realistic just because, I mean, in real life, just because something's old doesn't mean it goes away. Right, yeah. So, I mean, in Star Wars, people probably did go find battle droids and repurpose them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I think that's something we'd do in real life. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah which I just, I've, I've loved it because, like, obviously we saw it in Fallen Order. Um, in Rebels, we see a group that uh, has repurposed some battle droids. Now we're seeing it here. It just it just warms yeah. my heart. Bad Batch. Bad Batch. It? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about Danka, the Mon Calamari broker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like seeing an evil Mon, or maybe not an evil, but a not necessarily good Mon Calamari. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Like, not just part of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Also, I kind of got some Sid vibes from her a little bit. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also really curious what uh, Kay stole for them. Like, what are those blue orbs? Oh, those little pearls? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, since it was stole- stolen from the Pikes... I mean, I'd like to think that it's probably some sort of drug or spice or something, because that's kind of oh, what maybe. they trade in the most. Yeah. But also, maybe it's something way more precious. I don't know. Yeah, because what is it? The I don't know what her name is, but the Empire lady um, specifically says this is an investment, right? I think, actually, uh, Donka says that. Oh, okay. Um, either way, though, the Empire wanted it, which... Makes me very curious on what its importance yeah. is. That it's probably not drugs. It's probably something else. Hey, maybe. Maybe Palpatine just needed a little snort just to get through his day, you know? <laughs> Crush up a couple pearls. Right. Some booger sugar. Him and, you know, he snorts it while Vader, like, takes off a breathing tube and, like, sucks it up. <laughs> Does he have, like, a vacuum mode for his... <laughs> For his mask, yeah, and it even sounds like a like a vacuum too. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's how Vader p- partakes in his recreational drugs of choice. <laughs> Next thing I had is there's a wanted mechanic and a threat meter mechanic, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, um, what I like how it's like it definitely gave me some Grand Theft Auto or like RDR, yeah, kind of vibes. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Because also, I mean, we all know, like every single one of us listening to this and me and Elijah talking about it right now, we all know that everyone at least once is going to see how high they can get the wanted beater to go. Right. And I, I love <laughs> I'm hoping it's faction specific because when it was the Empire, it we had their 
uh, logo at the top right hand corner with I think six bars, and there were three three of them filled in with red. Yeah, well, and that'd also be cool, too, if it was faction-based, because what if you can, like, hide with another faction for a while? Oh, yeah! Like, if you find, and, like, maybe your standing will go up with them. Yes. Because you're hiding, like, because, like, they know that they can manipulate you a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that'll be cool, if that is the way it goes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Well, do you have anything else here on this section before we move to the uh, space combat section? That's actually the next thing I have to talk about. Great, perfect. Their spaceflight and combat looks so good. Well, and also, you know where that's from is uh, Squadrons. Yeah. I mean, it looks a lot like Squadrons. So, And uh, that was one thing I really liked about it. You know, um, you, were, you were mentioning about all the games and stuff, and I wasn't thinking about this till just now. So EA made the last, like, 10 years of Star Wars games. But it wasn't yep. just EA, it was uh, LucasArts Games as well, which yeah. LucasArts Games is working on this one. So I'm curious, so while technically Ubisoft wouldn't be able to take s- stuff from uh, EA, LucasArts Lucas Games film. could take stuff from themselves. <laughs> which is also where my tin hat theory comes in. I, okay. mean, I think, you know, yeah. maybe they were testing the waters a little bit with squadrons just to see if they could do right. a giant you know galactic open world mm-hmm. game i don't know yeah it's so cool. a- again i i watched this trailer like three times the last time i watched it i paused on a lot of stuff to like read everything um so in the space flight combat there were a couple things i wanted to point out you have shields and health uh for your ship but then also you had a limited number of missiles. Specifically, K had five in that moment. So I'm wondering if that's something you can buy. Like you have to buy more or something you have to keep track of. Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. And then also um, one thing that Squadrons did that I didn't see in the gameplay trailer, but I hope you can do, is divert power. Yeah. In the ship, like divert power to shields or engines or... Mm-hmm blasters or whatever depending on the situation i think that'd be awesome yeah so i was trying to do a little research uh i don't know if this is for sure but somebody says the ship is an eml 850 light freighter called the trailblazer Hmm. Uh, because i was trying to figure out what the ship's name is because i i don't recognize the ship do you no i mean it looked a little bit like the mantis but smaller yeah in some ways yeah um but i was like well i mean it wouldn't make any sense for her to have a yacht. Right. Right. You know, so it's got to be some kind of freighter, and that was pretty much where I left off. It's got that same, like, rectangular, squarish kind of shape, but without the yeah. um, the long bits that the Mantis has. Yeah, without the without the tail. Like yeah. It, and also, it's kind of streamlined, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, there's a lot of cargo space, and there's a lot of cargo in there, too, like whenever she runs in there. Yeah. There's a bunch of pallets and boxes and everything. So something I'll be curious to see is uh, if this is the only ship we can have or if we can get other ships through credits or like stealing other people's ships or um, I'm very excited to see what that all turns out to be. Yeah, that'd be cool. And you know what? Even if it is just that one ship, the design it's a good ship yeah i agree with that i also would like to be able to 
you know, buy different ships or like, what if that was a faction thing too? Like what if you could get different ships by being part of different factions? Oh yeah. That's a really good idea. Or I would maybe love you can get Imperial ships or maybe you can get re- rebel ships or maybe you can get Pike ships or whatever. Yeah. Oh, also you have an option to choose when you want to go into hyperspace. This was on an Xbox controller. Uh, so you can hit right on the, d-pad to go into hyperspace so I, I like that that it was an option that you get to choose when you want to go to hyperspace not the game tells you when yeah also i would really like if they made some way to be able to not only choose when you go into hyperspace but also a way to have like a galaxy map yeah and be able where to choose you can where you go. go that would be awesome yeah, i think that'd be awesome yeah um I think that's all I ha- I have more, but in terms of like the actual combat and like space flying, uh, that's all I have. You have anything else? Not really. I mean, it looks like the especially the the aerial combat. I really liked. Like for instance, the debris just looked so crisp. I mean, it just yeah. looked really good for an early gameplay trailer. So I right, I'm really psyched about this game. Yeah, same. Uh, so last thing we get is. Um, just kind of a flashing of different planets and trailers. We did see that Kay got a one of those purple pearls for Nyx, so hopefully it's not drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess um, that's a good point. Probably not drugs. So in uh, this thing, we only have a lot of, or we see several planets and locations. The only thing I had was uh, Tatooine, and what what are they? I'm gonna. It's the ATSTs, right? That we see here? A, yeah, ATSTs, yep. Which, so like, Fallen Order, you're, Fallen Order, or like Force Awakens, like you're a Jedi, right? Like you can handle these things. I'm very curious how um, K is going to be able to handle an ATST or an ATT, ATAT. Um, you know, if we yeah. get to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, great. So I've just got... Do you have anything, any planets here that you wanted to point out, or...? Um, uh, no. Not really. Um, a lot of them... I, I saw a couple that looked like they might be new. Yeah. Yeah, and there were there were also a couple so that I exciting. saw that I was like, this looks familiar, but I can't tell where I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Okay, so the last thing I've got is uh, just a couple notes from this interview that I've mentioned a couple times that I thought was really interesting. Um, The devs have mentioned that there'll be multiple planets, each with multiple cities and settlements to explore. We're getting our biomes, Elijah. We're getting our biomes. (laughs) It's like they they listen to this podcast. (laughs) And you should, too. If you want to be part of the conversation, email us at animalsquadron at gmail.com. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um so that was really exciting but they also specified that every orbital region will have its own distinct identity that's awesome so like different moons and different yeah yeah cool or like we saw in this one like there was uh in the trailer there was a bunch of debris around there or you know maybe we'll get to see some space stations or some spaceports i don't know i just i'm really excited it feels like this game is very deep yeah. And that's. Yep. Yeah, it looks like something we can play for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'm checking through. I think that's everything I have. Yeah, same here. I mean, 
13 minutes of content and we talked for <laughs> 50 minutes 50 minutes oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i figured I think we dissected this bad boy <laughs> yeah i i know you were a little nervous you know before you watched the trailer on if we'd have enough to talk about yeah i was like dude i don't know if we can stretch this into 30 minutes like <laughs> <laughs> but after we got talking like writing my notes today as i was re-watching the trailers i was like I don't know if we're going to be able to keep this under an hour. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad we did it. Yep. Yep, me too. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, like our boy t mentioned, you can email us at animalsquadron at gmail.com. We'd love for you guys to be a part of this conversation. Also, if you could leave us a review wherever you're listening, we would really appreciate that. And if you're on Spotify, the question of the week will be, uh, what are your thoughts on the outlaws trailers we got do you like it do you hate it you know are you nervous because it's ubisoft and they haven't had necessarily the best track record lately let's let's have a discussion anyway thank you again either way or a fight yeah for sure (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening for the animal squadron this has been mother goose and low tech tech see everybody adios